Welcome to the Building BN Podcast, where we take an inside look at Bloomington Normal economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners. Hosted by your BNEDC. To kick things off, let's get your background on how you got into economic development. Great, I'll go first. Um, so I am a graduate of the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, and ended up in Decatur um, through my husband. He's from Decatur and we met at U of I. So we transplanted back to Decatur when we were um, finished with school and um, had several careers there before they created the community marketing manager position. It was a new position in Decatur under the umbrella of the EDC. And so uh, just this week, it's been six years since I've been at the EDC. Wow. Which is crazy. I know it goes by fast. So <laughs> my son was a newborn when I started and now he's, you know, uh, half as tall as me and half my weight. So it's yeah, time flies. But he uh, yeah. So uh, started six years ago, community marketing manager and then took on the additional responsibilities as ex- executive director of the Midwest Inland Port. And then um, a year ago on Saturday, um, I uh, filled in uh, for Ryan when he transferred over to Springfield um, as the president of the Decatur EDC. Well, congratulations on a year anniversary as that role. And also six years. Yeah, you said, I'm like, there's no way. But I'm thinking back. I was like, yeah, it was like three in Tenley, three at Decatur. That matches up. I know it goes fast. Oh, my goodness. Um, How about you, Ryan? Well, I I grew up in just outside of Springfield and spent about 18 years in local government, county uh, county administrator in Sangamon County, and then six years as city manager in Decatur when I decided to get out of government work and was fortunate enough to get hired as president of the Decatur EDC. And that's when I really started uh, focusing full time on economic development. I did that for about six years. And as Nicole said, about a year ago, had an opportunity to come back home to Springfield uh, to lead up the Springfield Salmon Growth Alliance uh, closer to home, back back near my parents, back near my family. And I knew that Decatur was in great hands with Nicole there too. So uh, it's been a been a fast uh, a fast journey, but a good one. And I could say from a former um, government employee too, I think that you made the right move. <laughs> Bouncing from being in the public-private world to the government world, right. a couple of different governments, I'm coming back to this. Um, anyone out there that's interested in doing economic development, I highly recommend, I'm not sure about you guys, but definitely going to P3 route compared to working for a regular local or state government. There's just so much more that our, our organizations can do behind the scenes. Um, because we're non-foyable and uh, we can go out and do uh, make the asks that uh, a lot of times there's a little bit of restrictions in the government sector. Yeah, much more flexibility to be able to adapt to the situation because you never know what's coming at you in economic development or or what you'll be what you'll need to do. I don't mean that in some type of moral or ethical way. I just mean right. it as a, as meeting the needs of a project. Yep. It's really important. Speed is very very important. Um, so besides the fun fact that we are actually all from Decatur and we're slowly taking over all of Central Illinois <laughs> <laughs> as we set up our own shops. Um, what's what's a fun fact about yourself? Well, I can go first there. I, I guess one thing people are always surprised to hear about is I, I did spend a, a period of time in my career as warden of the Sangamon County Jail uh, for a 30 day stint when they were between wardens and I was late for a staff meeting. And so the sheriff appointed me warden for, nice. uh, for 30 days, Sangamon <laughs> County Jail. So uh, that was uh, that was an interesting journey uh, to be involved in. But people are surprised when they hear that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> 
whenever you mentioned it earlier, I was like, really, Warden? Okay, I've, I've heard some cool ones on here. That's <laughs> definitely not what I would expect to see on your LinkedIn profile. That's probably not on it's there. It's not on there. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Nicole? It's probably the best stories that you have in your, uh, oh my your gosh. book of yeah. Ryan McCready stories are from those days. Um, fun fact, well, it's not going to be as fun as that, but uh, I did. I grew up on a dairy farm. So, mm. yeah, so a lot of people um, may not know or have guessed that. But, yeah, talk about um, hard work and work ethic, you know, when you get that very young when you grow up on a farm. So. Oh, sure. And that's a big selling point for Central Illinois, you know, as, as we're meeting and we're talking about this uh, alliance that we've got going on here. Um, Agriculture is huge for all of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, the work ethic, I think, is a major selling point for Central always, Illinois. Always hire people that grew up on a dairy farm. They've never had a day off work. Ever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> ever. <laughs> right. And they're not normal eight hour days. So. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's important. And that's something that I think, you know, was is so critical and um you know these vocational or these agriculture education programs that we can implement into our school systems that's why i think it's kind of coming back full circle you know the the attention is turning back towards that because mm-hmm. kids do learn the work ethic there through those programs when they may not learn it they may not have an opportunity to learn it otherwise right. so i'm happy to see that you know a lot of the schools in the region are starting to look towards that again that's awesome. And it just uh, going back to ag again, like we're home with the Illinois Farm Bureau. And also most people don't know that McLean County is the size of Rhode Island. And we always <laughs> bragged about indicator having, you know, the, the best dirt on the planet. Like we're all about ag. And so that, that's great to have so many industries, uh, especially with ADM or indicator that are just thriving off of agriculture. And agriculture is an interesting industry uh, because only 2% of the people that work in agriculture actually farm. Hmm. And so the careers that, that exist in agriculture are just so wide ranging. Brant consolidated. It has their their headquarters here in Springfield and what they're doing as far as improving the efficiency of, of growing of growing the world's food and what they're doing to support farming is really, really fascinating. Um, and then all the things that it impacts, whether it's, you know, manufacturers in Decatur, Union Iron and other places that make the the metal parts and pieces that go into build all these implements, mm-hmm. and grain bins. And it's just so much more to it than just farming. Farming is very important, but agriculture is a lot bigger than that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you look at an industry that can serve as the basis for a lot of other type of careers or some wording industries, agriculture is it. You know, you go into that, you know, phar- pharmaceutical business, right? Ag- nutraceuticals, you know, I mean, so much of it is based in agriculture right now. Everything mm-hmm. we eat, right? Mm-hmm. Every flavor profiles for meatless hamburgers. I mean, everything, you know, really can be pointed back, I think, to agriculture. And so it's exciting that we have that, I think probably undervalued and underappreciated asset here in central Illinois. But I think because we're just so used to it, right? But yeah, when we you, are. But when you talk to foreign companies that are interested in investing and setting up shop in the Midwest, you know, we can talk to them about the assets that we have here. And they're so impressed because this doesn't really exist in many other parts of the well, the country, but specifically in the world. And so I think we're very fortunate here. One of the interesting stories, Nicole and I, when we were working together in Decatur, had a company here from China that was looking up setting, shop, setting up shops somewhere. And we can't get into all the details, of course, but they were going to use corn. I'll just say that. Yeah. And they were afraid that their demand for corn for their shop would push the price up. And when they found out that how much they needed was about, what, a tenth (laughs) of what they were crushing every day just at one of our plants in Decatur. Right. I said, you're not going to be a mark. You're not going to move the market price of corn here. They were afraid they would locate their demand for corn would push the price up artificially. 
no, you're not even going to move the needle. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you could just get the corn off the trucks that yeah. off the <laughs> side yeah. that, that drive through town every day and, and you'll be okay. So and I think it's point I, I, Nicole was starting to touch on this whenever you're talking about the industry, like a lot of people say agriculture and you know, automatically think about the farms, but then all the occupations that go along with that. Cause if you look at our industry profiles, it's a lot, it's heavy on manufacturing, but inside of those manufacturing you've got marketing and sales and accounting and uh, there's so many other higher paying positions than just somebody out there. What's I think we touched on a little bit, um, the people are actually farming. There's so much that spins off of that. And those occupations, it's, it's key for us to tell that story is that the wages may, might not be as high as some of the major markets, but our cost of living is so much lower that at the end of the day, our disposable income is, it's, it's amazing. I mean, the amount of house that you can get in any of our communities compared to the other major markets, you're not going to touch. Right. And, and here we are coming out of this global pandemic and, and population density is an issue for a lot of reasons. And it's it's top of mind for people. And knowing that you can have a great quality of life, amazing cost of living, access some of the best schools in the country right here in central Illinois, some of the best universities in all of our communities. Yeah. My gosh, we're mm-hmm. we're blessed with the higher education resources that exist. And if you want to go to a big city and see a ball game or something like that, okay, it's two hours or you hop on a plane or or whatever. But then you come home and you you get that ten dollar dinner exactly that you wouldn't typically get uh, to, to be able to have that. And it it's really is a sweet spot that that we're sitting in. And to my Chicagoland friends, yes, you can get a ten dollar dinner down here. Yeah. I know that sounds <laughs> sounds hard to believe. Uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. always a hard sell. Like that doesn't sound real. No, it is. Hey listeners, it's Nick Duffel here, project manager with your BNEDC with your site of the week. Today's episode features flex spaces at MLK Business Park in Bloomington. With multiple spaces ranging from 6,000 to 20,000 square feet, this site is ideal for an expanding business. For more information, see our show notes or email me, nick at bnbiz.org. So each one of our markets are a little bit different. I know um, we do have similar titles, but we have normally have some different focuses. So if you can talk about maybe your role and some of the hats that you wear. Sure, go ahead, sure. Nicole. Sure, um, yep, so um, I serve as the president of the Decatur and Macon County Economic Development Corporation. And so we're a countywide organization, um, public-private partnership, and we do you know just very, very basic to boil it down, business attraction, retention, and expansion for non-retail. So, um, you know, we're looking at our, our target industries and marketing the community, not only for a place to do business, but also from a quality of life standpoint. So um, under the EDC umbrella indicator, we also administer two additional marketing initiatives, one of which is Limitless Decatur in Macon County. So it's our quality of life campaign. And the other is the Midwest and Limport, which is a network of our transportation assets, which includes the ADM intermodal ramp. So it's the private, only privately owned intermodal ramp in the country um, that services third parties. So that's been a real big win for the region, um, not just central Illinois, but, you know, being that relief valve for intermodal freight in Chicago, it's it's certainly helping with that. So um, that's what we do at our EDC. We also admin, we're also the administrator for the enterprise zone benefits and also the foreign trade zone. So when you talk about, I guess, technicalities and economic development world, uh, those yeah. folks will know what that is. But uh, yeah, we administer all of that through our office as well. And I appreciate you actually spelling out and not using the acronyms because a lot of time we have yeah. to pause when people say we've got an FTZ. Like, OK, explain to what that is. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> How about you, Ryan? That's right. So I'm president of the Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance and our organization's only been around about two and a half years. It's the first time uh, the county with uh, there's been a countywide economic development corporation here in Springfield and Sangamon County. 
So we do serve the inside the entire county. Uh, like like Nicole said, we're primarily focused on non-retail things. However, we have a lot of smaller communities around the county that we assist with retail and restaurant economic development because it maybe fits their profile mm-hmm. a little bit better. But uh, we do also work hard on business retention, expansion, keeping a customer, growing a customer, also actively involved in business attraction. Our targeted industries, uh, Springfield is a regional medical, medical, medical center. Uh, with two a very large base of medical employments, Memorial Health System and HSHS uh, Hospital Sisters. Also, the SI School, SIU School of Medicine exists here, so that provides a research arm. So we have a lot of employment in medical and life sciences. Also, a lot in the insurance and financial services industry too, that exists here. Um, along with technology, we have a number of large technology employers: Levi Ray and Shout, also known as LRS. Mm-hmm. Does technology services around the world for Fortune 50 companies. Um, and we do have some manufacturing. It's not a heavy industry for us, but if you had a cup of coffee this morning, you probably took it from some type of Bun product. And yeah. the Bun family uh, grew up here in Springfield and still very involved. And they have their headquarters right here. And uh, so we do have. It, it's interesting. We look at our three communities. We don't really overlap each other. We don't need to compete. But when you add us all together, it's it's really powerful because of our differences. For sure. And that's, uh, and you're talking about some of the things that are made here, even made in our own backyards. It's uh, like the whole Illinois made concept right now. Mm-hmm. I think just having a master guide of all the things that are made around, like people would be shocked. Like that, that, that's coming out of your own backyard. I was out yesterday visiting with Nudo Products here in Springfield, a manufacturer of panels. And for example, the new Los Angeles, Las Vegas Raiders Stadium, those are all Nudo panels inside oh, of that stadium. Cool. And when Lady Gaga performed at the Super Bowl, she was standing on a stage with Nudo panels on top of there. Nice. The plant manager was very nervous that night watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he was like, everyone else is enjoying it. I was thinking, man, look at those shoes. Don't fall through that panel. <laughs> but I mean, just little things like that that you'd never think of. I mean, if you go on a restaurant, fast food store, anywhere in this, in this country, you're probably looking at a piece of Nudo Nudo product out of Springfield. So, right. and both my parents actually worked at ADM Indicator. So, knowing my mom would always be like, you know, we're we made that. <laughs> like it's, right. it's literally almost in everything that you eat. Right. And then also with uh, Tate and Lyle there, I always made mm-hmm. really sure what sugar packet I was grabbing. Yeah. You know, whatever yeah. I was in front of the right people to sell. And then now being in Bloomington Normal, I mean, having Ferrero Rocher there, handing out chocolate bars and beer nuts. It's a uh, we've got an right. unlimited supply <laughs> of some uh, pretty quality products. Right. So uh, speaking of some of our companies here, do you guys have any projects that are going on or recently announced? I know that um, Decatur recently announced uh, a manufacturing add-on for ADM. Yeah, so this is an interesting project. So it's called Innova Feed. So they're, it'll be their first global site. Um, they have a pilot site and then their first commercial site in France. Um, and they chose Decatur, Illinois as their global site. So they are a... Well, how do we explain this? So they take <laughs> black soldier flies, they grow the f- soldier fly, and then they use the fly and their larvae for protein. That would be added into swine, um, mostly aquaculture food, poultry industry as well. So it's a it's a an insect protein plant, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. So they will co-locate with ADM. So their co-location model allows them to reduce their carbon footprint by 80% as opposed to building their own standalone location. Um, they'll get some feedstock from ADM, waste feedstock to feed the flies and larvae, and then um, use some waste steam. So it's a win-win for both ADM and Nova Feed, and that's going to bring um, you know a few hundred jobs. And we're excited because 
just because of that, you know, we're getting calls from their upstream and downstream mm-hmm. type companies that could benefit from also being next to Innova Feed. So we're excited. That's that was a cool project to work on because oftentimes in economic development, you don't you don't get the opportunity to talk to the company directly right off the bat. Right. You know, it's usually through a site selection mm-hmm. company or a third party. And so you don't really get a chance to develop that relationship. And we had that chance to do that here. And so, you know, sometimes when when they choose you, then it feels extra special. So yeah, yeah we're excited. That's gonna be a really cool project. We're excited for that. And those projects can take, I don't know, I think maybe the fastest project that I've seen. Uh, we did one contact, I think it was three months working with a site selector. And I was like, I told my board, don't expect three month projects. Oh no. The intermodal yard itself, yeah. I think was six yards or six years. I mean, mm-hmm. so it's, they this can take a while. This one was about a year and a half. Year and a half. And, and that still seemed fast. That is pretty fast, you know, actually for, for one that mm-hmm. size, yep. for sure. Yep. And a foreign direct investment, no less, yeah. at, yes. at that speed. Mm-hmm. That's, that's light speed. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. And another uh, fun fact about that is uh, because we keep all of our projects so confidential, I didn't realize that you were announcing yours the same day we were announcing Ferrero. Yeah. We have no control over that. Ferrero's right. like, we're going to come out and say this. We're like, okay, cool. Let's tell everybody we're going to have the first North American chocolate factory. And that morning, you guys announced yours. And I was like... Nicole, I think we could probably partner on some kind of like chocolate covered cricket or something. Right. There's got to be some kind of <laughs> partnership in there. But yeah, it was awesome to see like two major stories coming out of central Illinois. And it's it's also, you know, for, for what the business that we're in, you know, we always talked about competing with Indiana and the surrounding states. But I don't think a lot of people realize that whenever you look at Site Selection Magazine and the Governor's Cup, Illinois is always third or fourth. Like we, we do deals. Right. And it's yeah. I think we need to do a better job, which is why we meet regionally to figure out how we can tell our story. How about you, Ryan? Yeah, so we have a number of things that are, are happening here in the community. One of the, the biggest projects I think I've, I know it's the biggest project I've ever worked on is an 1100 megawatt natural gas fired power plant mm-hmm. that's looking to locate here just southwest of Springfield, about six miles southwest of Springfield, outside of Pawnee, Illinois. Um, this is a $1 billion capital expense for the company. Uh, we, we just redid the economic impact analysis. It's a $1.5 billion economic impact. Wow. And they have committed to use all local union labor on that. So it's a thousand construction jobs over nice. seven years. It's going to be a tremendous economic impact and really set our community apart as far as power generation goes. And then you talk about upstream and downstream suppliers and the opportunities for co-location off of a facility like that. They are they are very, very significant. And so we're really excited about that. These turbines are going to use in that power plant can also burn hydrogen. Hmm. So if we have a future focus on not using fossil fuels, being natural gas, right. they'll be able to convert and burn hydrogen and still meet all the requirements of any kind of future energy legislation that might come out. So it's a really attractive. And then we have this large uh, sports complex we're working on also legacy sports in conjunction with shields. So okay. uh, a couple of real different ones, you know, yeah. very, very much a quality of life, retail entertainment opportunity than a real nuts and bolts, you know, power plant construction. Back so, to infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And right. I think it's key that you pointed out the, the, the local union work that's going to be there in those thousand construction jobs. Cause I know whenever we, as soon as we get on the phone, we're like, okay, what's your timeline? What's the investment? Right. How many jobs? Um, a lot of times we don't take into account what those temporary construction jobs are. It's like at Rivian right now, they sank probably 1.2 billion into the plant, but there's been 2000 ongoing construction jobs. And so to have that ripple effect go through, it's insane what it does for your restaurants. Well, also to think that the quality of our workforce in Central Illinois is so good mm-hmm. that they're using our workers. Right. So our workers get asked to go other places because of their skills and abilities and knowledge. 
So just think about that, those two de developments, what how state of the art they are. We're not importing workers. Like we've got smart, hardworking people right here that can build state-of-the-art type operations. Right, and um, because of our central location, a lower cost of living, we're highly competitive when it, cause, when it right. comes to cost. And mm -hmm. so to all of our site selector friends out there listening, I mean, that's that's <laughs> why the development's taking place right now. And so your, right. your, your power company that you're talking about, that's huge for infrastructure and long-term gains as another resource we can sell for Central Illinois. Absolutely. Absolutely, well, we're seeing a lot of, you know, RFPs come across the table now that are more interested in being more environmentally conscious, right? Mm -hmm. How can they reduce their carbon footprint? How they can, how can they reduce others' carbon footprints? You know, whether it's clean energy or it's using non-potable water or, you know, whatever it is, it's just more, at least that's what we're seeing, you know, I think is, is a more um, conscious about how they're going to utilize the resources in the area and then what can the communities do to help them achieve that. I think that's a, a little bit of a shift in focus that we've been seeing, I think, lately. Definitely. I'd say over the last five years, we've mm -hmm. seen more of that. And actually, it's, it, it goes back to part of Rivian's story whenever they came in town and saw the wind farms and saw the charging stations already. And they're like, OK, you're kind of picking up on our California vibe so that this is mm -hmm. what we want to see. Right. And uh, actually, we just had another project come through for a $450 million wind farm. And so we're McLean County is already a top producer of wind. And mm -hmm. I think it's just going to keep going, which yeah. is great. And, and you talk about Illinois advantages, right? And people try to try to, to take shots at us. But one of the undeniable advantages in Illinois is the cost of electricity and natural yes. gas. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're deregulated. And so you have what the fifth or sixth lowest industrial expense for those utilities in the country right now. And, you know, it's all of our site selector friends. And you, <laughs> you, when you talk to your clients, there's a lot of things that, that they can creatively and properly through accounting avoid cost on, but you cannot avoid the costs for electric and natural gas. And Illinois has a significant advantage of it. Central Illinois has an, a tremendous amount of infrastructure to support it. Well, and you ask any of the major companies in Decatur to name them by name, but you can probably figure out who they are. <laughs> they have operations in other states. And it is least Decatur and Illinois specifically cost less to run their operations than it does anywhere else. For sure. So. And I, another one, I mean, because power is one, you talk about the land. And I know other states, I think this might have been either on an IMA call or another Illinois call um, that, no, the governor said it the other day when he made the announcement for Heartland Community College. It's like, you look at the overall cost and other states might offer bigger tax breaks or cash money, but we've got the talent, we've got the universities. And if you think about what right. your biggest need is and the most valuable resources, it's the people. And so we're, our universities are kicking that out. And we've got mm -hmm. all that in central Illinois. That's right. And if you think about building a building or a development, you're hoping to run that for 40 years, probably at a minimum. 60 mm -hmm. percent of the cost over that 40 year period is operations and maintenance, which is people, power, all those types of things. So we can save you money on those. Right. So what are those other folks trying to compensate for when they're trying to give you all those benefits up front? Yeah. You know, if you think about something you can save money on every single day, there's more value to it. Now, we're going to sell that, right? We're going to communicate it, but we want people to understand it also. Yeah, because it really affects the bottom line. And I've seen some crazy deals and not to take a shot at Wisconsin, but Foxconn just kind of fell apart. I mean, right. some of the deals you see, there's a reason that Illinois has been as successful as it has. And even like right now, I know a lot of people that are going to Nashville because Nashville has got some really low taxes. But guess what? The infrastructure is not keeping up. Right. So at some point, you're going to have to invest the same way that Illinois did. And uh, hopefully they're going to get there. Um, but if, but for now, our infrastructure is already in place, continues to grow. Because I know Ameren continues to invest as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, our, our grid's phenomenal. Um, we've got a great workforce here and obviously wonderful regional partnership. 
That's right. And I was just in Nashville and, and talking to a gentleman from the Tennessee Valley Authority at a conference and uh, made him aware that my electricity was cheaper than his. <laughs> and he made me promise I wouldn't tell anybody. But, you know, <laughs> I said, I'm not making that promise. But right. I just want you to know that I know there's projects in central Illinois that we won over TVA territory because our power is cheaper. Yeah. Yep. And it, it does make a big difference, Patrick. You're right. Think about the time it takes to build the, the electric supply or the grid you need to supply a major development. Mm -hmm. They don't have that time, nor do they want to want to wait that long to get moving. Well, even the interstate system and even the land itself, and I'll go back to selling the, the, the wonderful dirt that we have here when it comes to agriculture. There's so many resources. Um, as we work on this website and this campaign, it's gonna be pretty robust to talk about everything that we have, but then also to continue to share our wins because there's definitely plenty to brag about in Central Illinois. Right? Mm -hmm. And I think that regional mindset is really helpful, you know, not only not only from economic development, but getting our own communities, communities to understand that we're not competing anymore, right? You know, we've got to grow as a region because our, we share a workforce. We really do share that quality of life. Mm -hmm. We're going to each other, we were just talking about that over lunch, how we would drive to each other's communities for date nights or, yep. you know, family right. outings or whatever it is. I mean, we're doing that anyway, so if we can just drop that idea of competition and really start to support each other regionally, the whole economy is going to grow. Yeah. And outside, I would say of city halls or even our organizations in the past, um, the residents don't, they don't see this competition. They're seeing mm -hmm. like, I'm going to head over to Springfield because they've got a good concert going on, or we're going to head over to Decatur because they got some awesome food in downtown. There's reasons to bounce around. And me coming down from the Burbs, Nobody knows where the lines are between the communities. You yeah. just know, I'm going to this, I'm going to this restaurant. I have no clue what town it's in. Here, we're separated by a little bit of corn, but it's still a really quick drive. Yep. And yep. whenever I hear anyone in Central Illinois complain about traffic or property taxes, <laughs> it's like, guys, everything is relative. I know it might seem a little bit further, but yep. it literally takes me about two hours to get from Soldier Field back to Tinley Park. I can be to Decatur and back by then. Yes. So, I mean, it's yeah, everything's relative, but it's, we are connected. We've got so many resources. I'm hoping that's what the site's going to show once we stack all the numbers together. Mm -hmm. well, it will. And, and our, you know, I know a lot of families that uh, live in Springfield. One member of the family works here and one family hmm. member works in Decatur. Cater, Bloomington Normal, Champaign, yep. or Peoria. And so even though we all like to think, sometimes people in our business like to think that our, our economy lives inside these fake walls that are set up, <laughs> it, our, the people that live here and spend money do not think that way and do not live that way. So mm -hmm. we can celebrate you know, when, when Patrick or Nicole, or when you land something, I can celebrate that too. Because I know some of those folks are gonna land here and the more projects we get, in Central Illinois, the more projects and notoriety we will continue to get. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Success yeah, breeds right. success. And that's why we would always go over the inflow outflow map, because you're right. Everyone thinks that, you know, everybody that lives here works here. It's like, not at all. You got people <laughs> right. coming over here that go to Champaign. And that's, that's what's so great about um, Decatur, Springfield and just even Peoria. I mean, it's so quick to get to right. any one of those. And especially with the universities and, and I know you guys went to U of I. That's great for watching football and basketball. And so it's mm -hmm. there's a lot of amenities right here that we can share. Yep. Without a doubt. It's been uh, it's been great to have a bunch of folks in leadership and economic development that are like minded now that yeah. we can work together and the, we're very powerful. So even state and federal leaders now are recognizing this this mid Illinois focus that mm -hmm. we all have working together. And it makes them happy, too, because they know they can do something and we're all going to celebrate it as opposed to saying, why didn't I get that one yeah. thing? You know, like the grant that you just got up, up at Heartland. Heartland yeah, right, right. I mean, yeah, we all. We all had our oar in the water for it, right? Yeah, we yeah. did. But the good news is, is that money's being spent in central Illinois. Right. And mm -hmm. that money's going to benefit our employers. So and that workforce is going to stay here now. Yeah. Right? Anyone from any community can go to that, just like they can all go to ISU, they can all go to Champaign, they can all come right. to Springfield. 
Um, no, no, you're right. And I, I've been at this long enough. I'm close to 15 years now, and this is not the way it always was. No, there, it's there, not. There was a major, <laughs> major divide between Springfield, Peoria, Decatur. Yep. There might have been good relationships between like, you know, Champaign and Peoria for a while, but there was definitely a disconnect. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because we were all from a common place or we already knew each other. But as soon as I saw this job opening, I came back down and looked around. I was like, I know everybody at the table. This is going to be a yeah. really good fit to come back to Central Illinois. And it's worked out great. When I first dipped my toe into economic development back in uh, 2015, I talked to some folks who are now not in those roles about working together. And they literally said, yeah, that's not how this works. You're going to have to learn that. Well, then over time, a bunch of us, these positions got refreshed. Yeah. And people like all of us came into them that said, hey, we can work together and be more successful than we can be by ourselves. For so sure. That's good. And some of those, I mean, they even teach this in Econ Dev 101, but you look like South Carolina and some other areas, the regional economic development that's being preached. It's where it's at. Right. Because not only the residents, but the site selectors, they don't care about the boundaries. They just want to know where's your labor pool? You know, where are your resources? Yeah. I was at a I, conference lot or not last year. Nobody went anywhere last year, the year before yeah. <laughs> out in it's Denver. Like, where did you go? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, and it, it was a women in economic development conference. And I was the only person there representing a single community or county everybody mm -hmm. else was from a regional oh, alliance or right. regional you know and so you know while we thought that was happening and you know it was, it was a smaller conference there's only i think maybe 100 women there but everybody was from a region i thought okay yeah. that we're we were doing we were entertaining those conversations here anyway and that was just you know to say yes we're heading in the right direction this is the way to go definitely a little behind the times but uh, we've definitely arrived now we've got some wins that we're sharing mm -hmm. and uh, i know that uh, we're actually going to be hosting and inviting all of you to come to in september to a local site selection conference because as we go to these conferences you know we always try to figure out all right how do we get these people back in town and right, then right one of our power suppliers you know corn belt was like what if we host a conference i'm like good call mm -hmm. <laughs> that's an easy way to get five or six of them in town listeners, it's Amber Wolfley, Business Retention and Expansion Manager at your BNEDC. Are you interested in starting your career in McLean County? Head on over to Indeed.com to review their available job listings and see why BN was voted a top most livable city in the nation. But while we're in town, like what would be your best day or how would you show off your communities? Like where are you going to take them if you got a site selector? Like what's your fam tour? Interesting. So uh, <laughs> here I would, I mean, we're, our, our location is pretty fortunate in downtown Springfield. So they can see the old state capital out our windows, yep. the Lincoln sites. That usually is uh, something that, that makes an impact on people. I find that especially for foreign direct investments, history mm -hmm. and legacy is really important. And so they always like to see that. They always also like to see industry. So we can take them and show them Mellow Cream Donuts where yeah, it exists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Bun Company is out there right next to them too. So there's some some really good industry there, obviously the state capital, but then fun things to do also, right? The great parks and and uh, um, great retail options and, and those types of things. So that, that's, that's mostly what we would focus on depending on what that person's specific interest is. Yeah, everyone's got their own little specialty and what they're into. And yeah. so I know everyone's tour is a little bit different, but you got to hit the highlights. How about you, yeah. Nicole? Oh, I'd, I'd take them out on the boat on Lake. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so you got to yeah. mention the lake. Yeah, yeah. it's it's gorgeous. Um, you know, the, the lake is just beautiful. I mean, not only is it clearly the asset that our industries need, but it provides that great quality of life. And the Decatur Park District has done just such an outstanding job lately of really developing that lakefront um, with, you know, um, support 
support of the city and of the residents. And so we've got now we have the Devon Lakeshore Amphitheater, yep. yeah. right? So you can watch a concert or listen to a concert from the lake. Um, but it, it and it just adds that gorgeous, you know, view when you're sitting at the amphitheater out to the lake. But the lake is actually quite large. And I will say um, there are a lot of homes on the lake, too. And it's right in the middle of our community. And that's I think it's impressive because you wouldn't maybe think some of those homes existed in Decatur, yeah. Central Illinois, right? right? But when you're out on the yep. lake, There's it's, some it's money there, just, sure. yeah, stunning. So I take them there, obviously take them to downtown. We have some really great restaurants, um, all locally owned, which are fantastic. And then of course, you know, we want to go through our industrial corridor because it's just so impressive. You got Caterpillar, ADM, Tate mm-hmm. & Lyle, National Food Work Services, you know, right there by Richland Community College. Yep. Park warehouses. I mean, TCC, TCCI manufacturing. A lot of global, a lot of global companies right there in this little gateway. Mm-hmm. That again, people drive by every day and they may not know what's happening there. But like you said, you know, your parents worked at ADM, and the majority of the food in the world, there's going to be some sort of ADM product in there. Right. You know, so you know, having the chance to explain that, you know, is, is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, it's 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 impressive. We like we like giving fam tours. I think it's pretty fun. Yeah, I can't wait to get back at it. It's, yeah, I know. <laughs> digital is one thing, but having you know not, boots not on the ground the is another. Well, it's been like a year since we've hosted a site a site tour because people aren't doing that anymore. Right. I was telling my mm-hmm. staff, I, you know, a typical year I would get fired for that. Right. Like to go an entire year right. and not have somebody here looking right. at something. Yep. Right. Welcome COVID-19. Well, and I think folks are so impressed when they come to Central Illinois, too, because they've in, unless they had a reason, you know, had a reason to come here. You know, they they largely consider it flyover country if they're from the coast. Yep. Right. But once they're here, they realize how beautiful it is and how easy it is. Everything is so easy, not just yep. the traffic and the expense, but you know, you, you need to talk to the city manager or to the mayor. We'll get you a meeting that day or the next day, right? right? It's right. not, you know, these people aren't sitting in these ivory towers. We're all shopping at the same grocery store, going to the same churches, playing in the same parks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that the ease of doing business in central Illinois is unmatched, I think, anywhere else in the state, you know, or in the Midwest. I'll piggyback on that, too, and actually say something that we had a guest on a podcast who was a young professional from New York. He had just relocated to Bloomington. And he's like, I don't know if you guys realize this, um, but going back to the ease, but in my community, there's no way I could get involved the way that I can here as far as, you know, joining you guys on one voice tours or getting involved with uh, different types of committees because like the Chicago's, New York's, the world's, San Francisco's, there's just so many. It's like, how do you get in that? But you're right. You can, you literally run into the mayor at the grocery store (laughs) on a regular basis and you can be as involved as you want to be. And on the way home from work, you can see your fingerprints literally on things that yeah. have changed and improved the community. So it's it's very rewarding to know that, that, you know, you can get involved if you want to make a difference and you can see results pretty quickly. Definitely. No, I'd say ease is a good one. Maybe we should work into the campaign somehow easy. because that is, it is. Yeah. You're right. It's just like, it is, it's easy living, getting around the cost of living. Um, there's something to be said, especially post pandemic about the hustle and bustle and being in some of these major right. cities. And I've been one of those persons sitting in traffic being like, this is so annoying. <laughs> oh my gosh, you get so much time back in your Yeah, time. there's that that doesn't exist here. You can literally bike and walk wherever you want. We've got these walkable cities and I'm, we're, in, we're in Ryan's office right now and I'm looking outside of his, uh, and I, but it really reminds me of downtown Decatur, downtown Bloomington. Right. It's the same old school architecture and it's gorgeous. Yep. You got a lot of uh, mom and pop shops and it's not always the main chains too. Yep. And that's what a lot of people are looking for as well. Great service at those places too. Great service, uh, great customer service and I mean, they take such good care of their customers. Well, it's a boutique experience. It's like boutique living down here, right? For sure. That's yep. right. So when you've got those fam tours, is there like one place or one food item that you have to say, you've got to try this while you're here? 
Well, that's easy for me, right? The horseshoe. I mean, oh, I come yeah. to Springfield. So I, I always say that's the reason we have the, the Prairie Cardiovascular uh, <laughs> Institute here. But uh, Springfield's famous for the horseshoe, which is if you haven't had one of those, it's toast, a giant kind of whatever meat you want, French rays, and about a half gallon of cheese Jeez, sauce yeah. on top of it. So um, everybody has their version. I can't save my favorite because I'll get in big trouble, but uh, has their version. And but we also have a lot of other unique places, but pretty much we want people to tell them about a horseshoe. Right. Recommend a pony shoe if they've never had one, which is half the size of a horseshoe. Start with a pony shoe. That's right. Work your way up. Yeah. So, yeah. And this is the home of the horseshoe, correct? It was. It was founded or it, it was created at the old Leland Hotel. Okay. And I will say more than one place claims to have the original cheese res- sauce recipe. Ah. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a bad one. But there, there are some favorites. I've definitely had my fair share of horseshoes uh, all over Central Illinois. <laughs> right, but yeah, if you're, if you're not used yeah. to it, you'll be shocked. So start with the pony. That's right, right. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Nicole? Uh, you know, Dell's popcorn is a favorite. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. So we always that's that's a standard gift you're gonna get. You know, if you're visiting town. Um, yeah. So we always pop into Dell's or or bring them bring them some Dell's popcorn. Yeah. If you're there in, in the fall, you have to get a caramel apple. Oh, you yeah. can smell them for blocks. Yes. Yep. They're excellent. That was always a stop. Anytime we went downtown for anything, <laughs> kids had to walk in the Dell, say hi to Kemper. And yeah. of course, <laughs> he unfortunately set up the whole candy section on the other side. Oh, so yeah. we spent way oh, more yeah. time in there. We probably should have. Yep. Yeah. And also, I don't know if he still has it, but they used to have the old Elam's root beer in there. Which was uh, they did? super yep. sweet compared to when I was a kid. I thought it was normal, but as an adult, it's like this is pure sugar. <laughs> Phenomenal, though. which is so, why you loved it as a kid. Exactly. So right. yeah, if you get a chance, yeah. if you're in Dell's, get the popcorn and go for the Elam's root beer. Absolutely. So this will be a softball for both of you, but we always ask, you know, as the final question on the podcast is uh, why economic development is so important. Nicole, I went first last time, so you're up. Okay. Um, you know, I I think it's so important and it's vital for communities to have somebody or a team focused on economic development because everything that happens at the community, economic development is centered, is at the center, right? So, you know, you're talking about workforce, right? Coming out of this post-pandemic, how are we getting people back to work? How are we getting them trained? Um, Education, back to economic development. Um, You know, you're talking about quality of life, that's economic development. You're talking about bringing a new business. You're talking about saving a business from closing their doors after 50 years, that's Mm -hmm. economic development. So I think it's, you know, it, to me, it's, it is everything that is happening in a community and it all revolves around economic development in one aspect, which then can be tricky because then folks can turn to you because everything can be justified as <laughs> yeah, having right. some, yeah. some reach into economic development. But um, I, I think that's why I enjoy the job so much is because it is so much variety and the impact that you have on people's lives and the ability you have to change family trees, you know, for, sure. for generations um, is something that we can't take lightly in the roles that we have. But it, um, that's really what it is to me. Yep. For me, it's about it's the ultimate job to create opportunities. And it's not just opportunities for people. It's a big part of it. Opportunities for business to be successful, opportunities for businesses to get bigger, opportunities for careers. It's about bringing together the resources and making sure that everybody has an opportunity to be successful. And I honestly, my best story about why I enjoy economic development happened during my time in Decatur. We were successful in bringing a, a business into town. And I was speaking to a group of high school students at a local public high school, MacArthur High School. We have an alum here. He's a general. Patrick's a yep. general. My daughter's a general. Go, Mac. Um, and I was speaking to them about career opportunities in the community. And one of the young ladies in the class raised her hand 
And I said, yeah. She goes, I saw you on the news bragging about <laughs> this new business you brought to town that's going to bring all these jobs. I'm like, yeah, I guess that was me. And she said, my mom applied at one of those jobs. I'm like, oh, no. Or is it, this is not going to end well for right, me. Right. You know, I'm like, well, great. I'm glad she applied. How'd that go? And she said, you know what? She got that job. And now we have a nicer apartment and we got a car and we got dental insurance and it just went on and on about how much better her life was yeah. because of that job that her mom got. I'm like, all right, now I know what, why it. I'm doing what I'm doing because it's created an opportunity for that person. Mm-hmm. And not only are they successful, like Nicole said, it changes the family tree. Yeah. And it's very rewarding. It's it's frustrating. It's a marathon, <laughs> not a sprint, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we talked about, it takes years, but it's well worth it. Definitely. No, I, you, you touched on a little bit earlier when you were saying you've seen your fingerprints around. And I remember one of my first jobs um, out of high school was in landscaping. And I, I still to this day, I'm at Decatur's <laughs> Mall. I'm like, I planted all those trees. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but now with what we do, you literally drive around, I'm like worked on that project, worked on that project, and right. you created the jobs. And so that that job that comes in and creating those opportunities, you see that everywhere. It's like got the biggest ripple effect. And it's not just for the company that comes in or right. opportunity for one person, but that one person's making money that turns around and that company is buying from somebody else. Yep. So that created another job. And then those people go eat lunch at like Robbie's. I was like, there's a Robbie's here too. And there's a Robbie's right. here. Yeah, yeah. And there's a gin mill too. They're all That's different right. though. Yeah. Wait a minute. They're way different. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's, but there's, it's that, that dollar, it keeps going. And that, that's the wonderful thing is like, yeah, we might bang our heads against the wall as we're trying to work out negotiations for a deal. Or, and some of these things can take, there's one until it took 12 years, you know, but yeah. once it's mm-hmm. finally done to see that dollar go through, uh, the groundbreaking is the very, very end, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but those are few and far between. So when we do get wins, and I think with the team that's in place in Central Illinois, in Central Illinois right now, you're going to start seeing a lot more of those. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're, we're pumped. We're happy to have you guys as partners as we start rolling out these other marketing efforts. Because as we always say, you know, we're going to market regionally and sell locally. And your win is our win because, I mean, as you guys rise, uh, so do we. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's, it's better it's, together. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot more fun, too, when you have people to hang out with. Yeah. So. Well, yeah and talk shop. Because, That's I mean, right. I don't think anyone realizes some of the frustrations that come with this industry besides other economic developers. That's right. Yeah. I, that's the other thing about the pandemic. We're all kind of stuck in our own bubbles. But I just like going to an actual conference and talking to people and like, oh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Most people on the outside, it's like, well, you just make a phone call, right? And a business shows up. You know, oh, boy. The oh, amount of research really. and politics <laughs> and everything else behind the scenes. It, there's a lot that goes into getting a final announcement. Um, but when it happens, it, it's amazing. Our job is to make it look easy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is true. I'll give you that one. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it's been great work with you guys. Can, looking forward to continued partnership and basically doing more of this. We got to tell our story because we've got a great one. And I think the more we do, the more success we're going to bring. I agree. Yeah, thank you. Definitely. Thanks for hosting us. And by the way, yes, we're in uh, Ryan's office in <laughs> downtown Springfield. So I'll get a cool picture to post online because this is uh, quite a view. Oh, thanks. I'm glad to, glad to have you here. Anytime you're in town, you got a place to stop by if you need something. Good coffee, good Wi-Fi. I can't promise good conversation. I'm always so good at that. But uh, the rest of the stuff's good. So. Uh, yeah, I'll also give you kudos on the coffee. He literally ground them. So another fun fact is I'm pretty sure he's a barista on the side. So. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Tune in next week as we continue to take an inside look at Bloomington Normal's economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners, and learn more about our BN Advantage.